Croissant and welcome to Tales for Wales, the pod that never fails to drown you in Welsh history and to be a reservoir of knowledge for a dimly lit corner of history. I'm Jack and as ever I'm joined by the man whose heart was too big, the jester of Dinky Poo, the guzzler of Carlin, my good time voice, Sir Franco. Well, I liked the second half. I did like the first half because you were making light of our topic of today's uh, I know episode. I did I did sort of think is that harsh quite harsh maybe but uh, it's it's relevant at least <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they say it's always okay as long as it's yeah, relevant as long as you're really harsh and really relevant at the same time it's fine <laughs> uh, I'm not bad mate um sorry I can't quite hear you over all that coin we've been making on Patreon oh, yeah so oh. sad yeah <laughs> me I'm sat over here like fucking Scrooge McDuck <laughs> swimming in my fucking vault <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I'm surprised I could even uh, afford to hear you. Yeah, <laughs> so hey, who needs to be funny when you're this rich, mate? Yeah. Eh? Should we let we'll uh, we'll <laughs> we'll open the gate for this great joke we got going on here? We won't gatekeep any longer. Um, so, as you all know, if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, we've kind of teased in the most haphazard, awful way possible mm. that we have a Patreon, and it's so classic us where we release things in the wrong order. Um, we were like the timelines were all off. We didn't really know what we were saying. Yeah, just general shit housery from us. Um, but we mentioned we we're going to launch a Patreon. If you listen to last week's episode, you'll know that we launched it. But we've already had some who I don't know. So I don't quite know how they found us because we didn't even say what the. So, no, well, we um, when we set up the Patreon, right? There's like a few steps to it, and when the last step is like share it, you know, like actually start telling public. people about it. And we haven't done we we well up until this point now, you know, we we've done it by the time you'll hear this, but where we are in the timeline now, we haven't actually done it, so we <laughs> so don't know how. It's like the Marvel know, Cinematic Universe is so fucking confusing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know most people call it but, the MCU, but I, I don't remember. I wasn't no, too confident fair. to say that, so it's like oh. But, the basic point we're trying to make is we don't know how our current um, subscribers have found us because we ha- apart from our little shitty plugins that we've been mm. doing on the episodes, um, we haven't given out like our our name for it yet or anything. Yeah. I think the episode or just saying it was out. live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, fair play to you. And we were just sniffing us out, but we were <laughs> yeah, so well excited as well though because it, it was a because we haven't like promoted it like well, actually yeah. So by the time. That, we promoted it on the episode that came out on the 11th of Feb. So we thought after that, we'd see people start signing up to it. But seeing people sign up to it now, this is the 6th of Feb. So like five days before we were actually going to launch it, we've got people signed mm. up. And they've said, we should really go through the tiers. So we got, um, did you have it to hand? We could maybe read out what the tiers are. I've got it up here, mate. Uh, give me two seconds. Our memberships, right? So you've got, obviously, there's the free membership. That's just following us. That's just what, what anyone up until this point has been doing until now anyway. Um, then there's the our first paid membership is just the support in the pod membership. That's a quid a month, a pound a month. That's just to help us out with like little fees and you know getting it on RSS and uh, like Riverside what we used to re- record it and stuff. Um, the next one up is so what are they called? The they very... got fun. Have they got fun names? Uh, well, we we couldn't be bothered to think up of a fun one for that, so we just called. It's literally called "Support the Pod." That might have changed by the time this this comes out. Yeah. Well, we were pretty drunk when we set this yeah. up. That's why it was like after a like... three recording. It was after yeah, this... recording number three. Went. Let's just do it now. We got. Let's just do it. It's why it's all new to me because I I I, I, suppose, I imagine I was helpful <laughs> yeah. in in making some of these up. I don't remember oh, yeah, any yeah. of the titles. So and then me. so 
our next one then up, we, we did give a funny name to. This one's called Jibber Jabber, oh. after that first bad review we had. Um, <laughs> that's a fiver a month. It's not been over a year. Yeah, still holding on to that <laughs> yeah. one. Um, that's a fiver a month. Um, with that one, you get two bonus episodes a month, um, fresh from the lips of your beautiful hosts. Mm, um, you get a few little nick knickknacks here, here and there as well like we, again this is this has not been ironed out very well it'd but be like, like we, we, behind we, the scenes stuff on it and like yeah extra. behind the scenes thingies little posts from us and like yeah, yeah. It, it might it believe me it'll be better than what i've just fucking marketed it that was anyway and uh <laughs> then the the top tier for the absolute upper echelons of our of our listeners that's the taily tier which is all our avid listeners will surely know was like the honor guard of the Welsh royalty, very aptly named. <laughs> and um, what Vin Diesel's so fat, such a big fan of fam. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So big fans of Welsh history or Vin Diesel, we got you covered on there. Because Taylor um, means family in Welsh. <laughs> oh yeah, we should probably that. explain that. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we explain this? Every time we we're do so it, bad it's so at motion. Yeah, we're, we're terrible at this. So with this one, you do get a few extra bits. You obviously get the two uh, bonus episodes a month, uh, like you do in the last year. Uh, after a month of paying that, you get uh, personalized episode art from us. We'll get some details for you and stuff. Be immortalized in the uh, Tales for Wales episode stuff. Uh, after three months, we wanted to do a thing where you tell us about like your hometown or your sort of home area, and we'll do like a Tales for Wales episode, but catered to wherever you're from. So just watch us like butcher the history and you know sort of get things half truths about where you come from. Um, and then after six months, we thought of the idea of we could turn you into like a Mabinogion legend. So we like rewrite your history, add you into the uh, uh, the pantheon, the Welsh pantheon. You give um, us some yeah, give your own little story and stuff. Yeah, give us a little yeah. bit of detail, and we'll like sort of we'll craft a little story for you and everything. Yeah. So yeah, and that's every, where we're at, at the moment. Every three months, we'll think of something else. Uh, I mean, we've already thought of something else to keep that to you, but uh, we'll keep thinking of new suggestions for how to yeah. how to reward. Every three tailing. months from that, we'll think of yeah. something until we fucking die. <laughs> be, yeah. Yeah. So every three months, you get something. <laughs> yeah, in like a year's time. Okay, this month you get to punch me, right? One square punch yeah. in the jaw. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you want a dick pic? Do you want to yeah. without make you happy? Um, Being that much. Uh, or, uh, so we won't read out the people who've submitted just yet. What we're going to do is compile a few and give shout outs uh, weekly and stuff like that. But for those who have signed up already, um, so, so kind of you. You're mad. You're absolutely. Oh, yeah. You're 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 too generous. But yeah, very very grateful. Um, yeah, mad in the best kind Taylor. of way. Thank you. You've Welcome made these the two, two lads very, very happy today. Oh, it's, mad, I, it's mad that I missed the fucking email. Like, that's a big <laughs> moment for us. I missed the email. I only noticed it fucking today. And I was I was like, oh, scan through the old Tales for Wales emails. And I was like, oh, my God. It's happened. <laughs> it's happened. We made we're it. Pro- we're professional podcasters now. Professional, get, baby. Yeah. Let's, let's jack it on. Let's quit our jobs and <laughs> ride the Patreon wave for about a I've week. already said to, to the wife, I was like, I'm tendering my resignation tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting in my two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, that was our... That, we're trying to plug it up early. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, in the Patreon, you have... Have like um, a comment section so we can start like throwing chat into people yeah. and thinking of maybe starting a discord which i don't really know what that is but it's like a it's like a, a big yeah WhatsApp. it just I don't know, basically I don't know. patreon gives us gives us a little bit more leeway to have a bit more 
interaction with you guys where is this yeah. a bit sort of scattered at the moment with you know we speak to you guys on reddit sometimes or on like insta mm. this is a bit more of a concentrated place where you can interact yeah and, and, yeah, and it'll be, give us a bit more of a direct link and yeah we're, we're obviously very keen to take on your advice on what we should do and stuff like that and you know what, what you guys are after because at the moment i don't well i don't know what the uh <laughs> the people who sign up the first maybe four or five patreon episodes they're just an absolute wishwash of what we were like should we just do this yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the first ones are funny but they are chaotic we did i think we've done mm. six so far one had to get turned into two episodes because of the length um, but oh, they yeah. were really fun to do, and they were like they were, yeah. I don't know, they're, they're cool. Um, should we say what the first episodes were? No, no, um, we we'll just leave it. We'll leave it. No, yeah, yeah don't want to turn anyone off you before they've signed up. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Imagine that sounds shit. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> yeah, people pay for this. Um, should we read out some reviews? I know we got some. Uh, I've only got uh, I've got the one for this one, and we'll say we we'll, we we tend to do one an episode, don't we? This yeah, is a short, yeah, in mind. Yeah, right. So this is from Jake Abanos, right? Uh, and he it's very short. He just said, "Just found your podcast, and I love it. Thanks, thanks, Jake Abanos. I'm a fan of that <laughs> comment. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a nice. Yes, we'll save the others because I got a bunch on here. Save, but mm. yeah, we don't want to be too fucking up our own asses. Team. Yeah, not um, just yet. Not just yet. Yeah, give it another couple of weeks on the Patreon. <laughs> I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll hire someone to come do my bits on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some little saving for us. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Right. Um, so oh, I don't know. We're ten minutes in. Do we? <laughs> well, I was going to say I don't know if you missed as part of my intro. I called you the jester of Dinky Poo, and I'm yeah. surprised you didn't. Uh, react to me calling your hometown Dinky Poo instead of the the, the famed Dennis <laughs> Powis. Powis. Yeah, so people who are unaware, Dennis Powis, little place like how would you describe it? Just outside Penarth, not too but, far outside uh, Cardiff. So like we went to school in Barry, mm. um, and I think that's because it's the closest school. The other school was like I don't know. Uh, it's like it's it's a bit of a nowhere town, isn't it? But it's I don't know how. But it, it is sort of mid- middle of like it's between Barry and. Like Penarth, Cardiff, Barry and Penarth, Cardiff. depending on which yeah. way you're driving. Yeah, yeah, depends on where you go. Um, it's like bang in the middle, equidistance yeah. of Cardiff and Barry. Good word, that equidistance. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's a nice little place. They've got a lovely, uh, lovely couple of boozers in there. Yeah. We used to yeah. fr- uh, frequent those back the in keys. school. The keys are the, mm. uh, the, the horseshoe, the keys. Uh, yeah, lovely uh, little boozers. Star. But, um, there's people in, I don't know how far flung this like nickname for it came, but I was very aware at one point during our school time that people started calling Dinas Powis Dinky Poo. I think like that's like, um, so Dinas Powis, Dinas is like town, isn't it? Or mm. like city. Uh, yeah. And Powis, obviously, North Wales, uh, or not mm. Mid Wales, Powis, isn't it? Uh, is yeah. Dinas his city, isn't it, in Welsh? Yeah, Dinas is city, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like it's like the city of Powys, but like it's not. It's like a village that was. There's like an old Iron Age fort here, like in the forest, in the, the thingy, which is like really, really old, like like two thousand, three thousand years old or whatever. Mm. Um, and then there's a, there's a castle here, um, and then like there was barely anyone here for ages. Like it was a really, really nothing town. And then when the miners, when we started becoming more industrial. Um, it grew like massively, but it's like, why am I telling you this? That's boring. <laughs> no, no, I'm interested, man. I was, just... I was mainly going to go down the dinky poo route. It was like, oh yeah, sounds sorry. funny, that, but that was, but, uh, but I'm say. also equally. Int- I'm, uh, 
I'm not. Uh, what did, was the word you just said? Equidistant. Equidistant. I don't know. If it doesn't apply to this. No, I'm equidistantly interested. <laughs> no, equidistance means halfway between. I, I know. Yeah, I assume that. But, <laughs> yeah. but I just want you're to use it. it. Sounds like equals equally. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah I'm half um, interested in what you're saying. <laughs> I'm half. Not, I'm equidistant from interested to don't give a shit. <laughs> so you've got me right. Yeah. Um, but it's it's like a fun place. Like a like I grew up in Eastbrook, which was a bit of a the rougher side of it. And then we moved in with my granddad in the nice side of it. So I've seen the the whole plethora of the size of the coin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like it's just it's it's like like where you're from. There's not really much there, but I suppose it was a bit more than where you were from because I was close to Cardiff. I could just catch a ten minute train to Cardiff. Yeah. Um, but we used to have a lot of fun, here, didn't we? The yeah, pubs were always served you when we were like sixteen. The um, do did you ever actually meet anyone that called it Dinky Poo? Because I heard that it was called that. No, it's like people who I call know Cardiff fucking... the Diff. I know I've got the blinkers on by this Dinky Poo thing, but it was the same as like. No. People yeah. used to call Panath P Town. Apparently, I never, <laughs> I've never heard anyone say it in like it actually in front of. No, me, you know, I, like, I've in, heard in people life. say P Town who are a bit gangster. Um, I've heard people like people like call it. You know, like I loves the diff. That thing, like it's yeah, like it's yeah, just like no diff. one says that, and no one says I loves the diff. You like if you're also, from Cardiff, you don't call it the diff. Is the same amount of syllables as saying Cardiff. Cardiff. <laughs> so it's not even it's equidistant. Uh, yeah. It's equidistant. It's <laughs> equidistant, actually. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I don't know anyone who calls it dinky poo. I just think it's so no, twee and P-town. fucking cuntish. I just don't, I don't really yeah. like it. But I, I think some people might do. I don't know. Yeah, why? Well, do you know where it's come from? No, I know. No. I was I was hoping you would be able to elaborate. I just remember hearing in school people... I, no one called it Dinky Poo to me, but I remember someone saying, did you hear that some people call Dennis Powers Dinky Poo? It was almost like a rumour going within, around. Of a rumour, like, you know, like no one's heard anything. Slow fucking news day in the sixth form common room that day. Um, I just Googled Dinky Poo Dennis Powers, and then someone mm. just says, uh, oh, it, yeah, apparently it's on a, it's on a map. Uh is oh, is this where you find out there was like a Saint Dinky of Poo or something like that? And he just <laughs> named after him. It's really uh, deep lore. No, I have no idea, man. I don't, I like, I, yeah. Um, maybe that's an episode we could do. <laughs> we'll, we'll uncover the truth around Dinky Poo. I it always think sound it sounds like so fucking anything to it. It just sounds so like, oh, I don't know. Like just middle class, Made up. And like like no one ever called it that. Oh yeah, yeah. stinky poo. Like uh, yeah. Um, well, that was a great chat. <laughs> that was top level. <laughs> yeah. that was that a bang. I don't know yeah. if you if you agree, but the last few episodes have been like chaotic from us. We, we've been, yeah, we've they just have. Been we, I don't know why we we haven't been very um, structured. Have we? We've been a bit no. sort of. It's, it's hard to keep us on the path. Yeah, <laughs> keep we've, straying off. We have gone a bit doolally tap. Um, but I, I think maybe because I'm a bit anxious about doing this episode, because it's going to be like depressing and quite morbid, and like, so I think I'm trying you to. You know like... what? It's it's not as depressing as you'd think. I was, I was I was going through it when I was doing my notes. It's more frustrating and like anger-inducing. Yeah, than, yeah. Maybe that's depressing. what I meant. Because I think maybe not depressing. Because I think I I get rattled and I get angry. Yeah. And I, I, like great injustices are they're they're exactly that. They're great injustices, injustices, and uh, I. Like everyone, you feel them to your core, don't you? Especially when they're yeah, from places you you're from, and so you just think, well like, "Fucking, hell. you wish you were it's there to a, do something." Yeah, it's such a, I don't know, a failure of what you expect from mm. just society well, in, we jump in general. It? You know, yeah, go on it? then. 
yeah so uh, well as ever as we always say you know what this is about you've seen the fucking title yeah. of that um <laughs> why do you uh, get angry at that <laughs> we... <laughs> yeah i resent the title card as if like spoiling it for me <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah today we're gonna be talking about um something most people in wales i would assume would already know about or at least are aware of uh and that is the drowning of trewerin or bothy trewerin in welsh uh, this was the drowning of a Welsh community um, called Capel Kellyn in North Wales in 1965. Um, and they drowned it so that Liverpool and uh, the Wirral could be supplied with water for their industry at the time. I think you'd be hard pressed to find a Welsh person that hadn't at least seen the remembrance signs about Trewerin because they're all over Wales, um, normally along kind of like main roads, um, sort of up and down the country. I will talk more about them a little bit later towards the end of the piece um, about the like lasting impacts and like the sort of cultural stuff that um, it's it's uh, had an effect on. For now, I'll just go into sort of how it all came about and the kind of you know how it happened in the first place. Yeah. So um, the ball began moving uh, on this in about 1957 when a bill presented by Liverpool City Council was brought to Parliament proposing a water reservoir be created in the Trewerin Valley. It can be quite a hard word to say, can't it? Trewerin. Yeah, t- two in one, especially mm. Trewerin and then Tre- Valley. Trewerin. Mm. Um, the creation of this reservoir would require the flooding of Capelcallin, the village that I mentioned earlier, uh, and which happened to be one of the last Welsh-speaking communities in that area. So it's like a double, double blow. Was it? Really. Was was that the reason it was picked, or was that just coincidence? Or? Well, you could never pinpoint that. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was just the callousness of it. I think yeah. I'll go again. I'll, I'll get onto this in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, the fact that it was... this is probably the, the the episode that is. We've done loads of episodes that have hmm. horrible things happen in them, but I think this is when I've been most. I kind of the reason why we've not wanted to do it for so long because it just makes my blood boil. It's very and, emotive and it's, for it's still Wales, isn't raw, it? Isn't yeah. It? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but I think what it is, like you said, or did they target because of that? I don't think it is. I genuinely think, in my opinion, that the fact that it was a last one of the last Welsh-speaking yeah. communities in that area didn't even fucking cross the yeah. lines. I don't think they did. So just ambivalent to it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so predicting some pushback and controversy following the announcement of this plan, Liverpool City Council sought to obtain permission through an Act of Parliament, meaning that the bill would not need planning consent from the relevant Welsh local authorities and would also skip any planning inquiry where the Welsh constituents um, would surely have an argument against it. So imagine, uh, if you will, this is a different time in Wales to now where we didn't have nearly as much power uh, in our government, yeah, and so or representation or representation. So, uh, in its essence, what I'm trying to say here, I to try and clarify for people who aren't familiar with these terms, like Act of Parliament and stuff like that. You know, if you're outside the UK or just not um, sort of that's heavy with uh, like parliamentary that. terms or pol- yeah. politi- political terms. Um, this is essentially a fast track where an act of par- uh, the parliament would all just agree, yeah, no problem, use your thumbs up, you can crack on, and you don't have to go through all the red tape you'd normally have to go, because if you ha- if they did, they would quite obviously get a lot of pushback from the constituents in Wales. Yeah. So when it came to passing this bill in parliament, because it still needed to be passed in the UK parliament, um, 35 out of the 36 Welsh members of parliament at the time voted against it, 
the 36th MP didn't vote at all. Um, I was went abstained. I, I do think that's a bit of a coward move. Oh, absolutely. What's going on. I don't um, think we should be allowed to abstain in politics. You've been voted to make to represent where you're exactly, from. Exactly, to make and a to have decision. the courage and conviction. You can't just go, yeah. oh, I'm not going to do anything. I think it's utterly bollocks. Yeah. At least, you know, I don't not do me wrong. I wouldn't be happy at all if you'd voted for it. But yeah. at least I could go, why did you do that? Well, it, it is voting for it. You know? Well, yeah, it yeah, exactly. In it. essence, it is, that, that's, yeah, exactly. It's a coward's way of voting for it. And unfortunately, even if that MP, the Welsh MP, did, the 36th one, did vote against it, it wouldn't have made a difference because at the time, uh, English MPs massively outweighed the amount of Welsh um, and the bill was passed because... Um, and now we have MP. even less. The way they've mm-hmm. redrawn the constitutional voting, Wales lost four, uh, eight MPs. I think we've gone down from 40 MPs to 32 due to like representational voting. So, yeah, so we're, we're, even, even, we're even worse off these days yeah. than we were back in the fucking 60s. Um, so... Oh, sorry, that, that was back in the 50s. Pardon my, yeah. pardon my, my lapse there. Um, but from there, um, once this bill had been passed, there was an eight-year struggle between the UK government and various Welsh communities and organisations, uh, including the Capel Kellen Defence Committee, which was established very shortly after that vote had passed, as you can imagine, uh, as well as 125 local authorities in Wales. So... The Capcall Defence Committee, 125, uh, 125 sorry, local authorities in Wales, uh, they tried all sorts of avenues to have this bill struck down. Sadly, they were unsuccessful. So on the bill's second reading then, um, again, I'm going to try and clarify this as best I can. So these Act of Parliament, you don't just get a one and done vote. You get one, you get uh, one reading, people vote for it, and then you can sort of, that's the chance where you can have amendments put in and changes um if anyone's sort of half paying attention to british politics at the moment like the rwanda bill for example Mm -hmm. has gone through this this similar sort of process um but on the second um reading of this bill uh 27 welsh mps voted against it once again uh the rest um they abstained which again is like I can sort of understand from one perspective, right, this is, you know, this is it's a done thing. We're not going to stop it. But have the fucking courage of convictions and just yeah. fucking just say it, wrote against it. And, um, but just for context here, as I mentioned before, this was back when Wales didn't have, uh, we didn't even have an office of government yet. Um, it was well before we got any devolved powers. Um, so basically back then to, um, if I, I'm simplifying things here, but what Westminster said went essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so for got, like American listeners, Wales now in 1999 voted for devolution. So we have our own parliament called the Senedd, um, which is in English the Welsh Parliament, and we have uh, MSs, the members of the Senedd, and they represent us on a national level. And then we have members of parliament who represent us on the well, they still call it like it's it's on the UK wide level. So one for Wales yeah. itself, and then one for the UK government. That's right. Yeah. Um, and to give you an idea of what we didn't have at this point, we didn't even get a Welsh Secretary of State. I was State. just going to say as well, um, the, so, and then before we had that, we had the Secretary of State for Wales, so Secretary of Wales, um, that they were like usually a, an MP. Who, a lot, yeah, we had a lot less uh, yeah. powers and sort of any say on what we did and what, what happened in Wales. Um, so there were also many attempts to sabotage the work being done to create this reservoir after it got all the approval it needed from government, the work started. 
uh, Welsh weren't happy, as you can imagine. Um, lots of um, works of sabotage and protests and things like that were, go- were going on to try and delay or outright stop the work to make this uh, this reservoir. Uh, two men, David Pritchard and David Walter, they damaged some machines on the site in September 1962. They were arrested and fined 50 quid, but that in today's money is about £900. Uh, so like a huge chunk back then. Um, three men, Emma Llewellyn Jones, Owen Williams and John Albert Jones were also jailed for one year after causing an explosion which caused damage to the building of the reservoir in 1963. So this was met with vehement sort of opposition in Wales. Uh, but despite everything being thrown at it, um, the valley itself was flooded in 1965, along with the village, Cap Callan, and uh, all of its buildings, including a post office, a school, a chapel, a cemetery, 12 houses and farms, and all in all, around 800 acres of land, uh, with about 70 people losing their homes. Uh, this made way for what is now known as Llyn Kellyn, which is the, the reservoir, or Kellyn Lake uh, in English, if you like. Um, stones from the original chapel at Capel Kellyn, uh, which was built in 1820. This is another thing that boggles my mind. Like 1820, there's such an old building, there's, there's so much history, and you just fucking yeah. drown in it. But the stones that were um, used to build the chapel, um, uh, as well as some other um, some stones from other buildings in the town, they were removed before the flood, and they were used to construct the Capel Kellyn Memorial Chapel, which now sits overlooking the reservoir as a Grade Two listed building. I went there last year, actually. Uh, it's okay. a st- it's a stunning view there. Um, it's right on the edge of the of the reservoir, overlooking it to the mountains and everything. It's beautiful. Uh, it's just such a shame that you know <laughs> such a beautiful site costs I know a lot the entire of people, fucking town. A lot of people go there and piss in the water. Yeah, I read that as well. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah well, maybe we'll get to this in a bit, but I wonder where the water goes today if it still goes to Liverpool. But that might come. Oh, up. just just you wait yeah, for I think friend. I know just something about it. Mm. So um, families who had relatives buried at the cemetery in Capelcallen, they were given the opportunity to have them moved before the flood. Uh, but only eight bodies uh, ended up being dug up, the others being left there. Yeah, you're not the going to dig up a grave, either. Well, that's the thing, yeah. The, the government at the time, though, they proposed, they, or sorry, they promised at the time, they said what will happen is we'll remove all the remaining headstones before the flood uh, and we'll cover the cemetery in layers of gravel and concrete so it proper seals off the graves so there's no chance of, like, you know, a fucking body or a casket yeah. coming loose or whatever that, and you'll you'll have the gravestones removed. You can move them wherever you want, keep them whatever. Surprise, surprise! None of this was done. Uh, uh, you can even Google if you Google Trewerin graves, hmm. uh, it'll come up with very eerie looking pictures. Actually, um, some divers took of the underwater gravestones a few years back. It's just they've just left them as is, sort of thing. It, it looks creepy as hell, actually. If you would, uh, oh, I imagine yeah, if you didn't Google know the it. history. It's creepy, man. Yeah. I was, it, yeah. I remember looking at it and thinking that's something out of a like a horror film. Well, it looks like in Elden Ring, it's a little computer game that yeah, has that it doesn't kind look of vibe. real. Yeah. yeah. So, after all the heartbreak and devastation that the drowning of Trewerin Valley caused, uh, it was later discovered that Liverpool City were not even using the water uh, the Thin Kellyn Reservoir was supplying. Um, instead, the water was being sold to other countries to make profit. Ugh. I don't think I have to tell you that uh, Wales didn't see a fucking bean no. of that money either. 
So, yeah, I, I mean, I tried to look at a few more sources about this because that's quite the claim. Oh. Uh, I found plenty of places that said that they, uh, that, that was the case. Yeah. I couldn't find if uh, they never, ever used like a drop of that water or uh, and it was all sold off or, you know, they used it a bit and then they found that it was way more than they needed and then sold it. But either yeah. way, they, they don't come out very good if you try and look it up. Yeah, and I haven't. Yeah, I'll... I will do, but talk about what we did look up. Um, I did Google who the 36 MP was who abstained the first time round. And All it right. was uh, the cons- shock horror Conservative MP but for Cardiff mm. North. So the poshest part of Wales. Or one yeah. of the poshest parts of Wales. Shock horror. Yeah, shock horror, yeah. yeah. You, I don't know why we didn't guess that, to be honest. I bet that would have been a real safe yeah. bet. Um so this whole debacle, as you can imagine, had a massive political effect in Wales and England. Um, for example, uh, Plaid Cymru, which, for those who don't know, is the Welsh Nationalist Party, um, that saw a big uptick in votes for them at the next general election um, because they staunchly opposed the UK yeah. government on the uh, the flooding of Capacallan. Yeah, I mean, you might get this, uh, but, but it, was a, it was a real turning point in Welsh nationalism. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it just went to show essentially that they really didn't give a fuck across the border. You know, the, well, I say across the border. I mean, um, in Parliament in Westminster, they really, you know, it was well, you know, one of our, one of our cities needs water, so we'll just drown one of your towns. What does it matter? But most significantly, the flooding of Trewaren was a major catalyst for bringing the subject of not only Welsh nas- nationalism but Welsh devolution to the forefront. Uh, with the incident being cited a number of times in the discussions from all the way from the 60s through to the formation of the Welsh Assembly uh, in 1998-1999. In 2015, Trewerian would come up in political conversations again in relation to the proposed St. David's Day Agreement. So this now, listen to this, this is proper like sticking the boot in. So uh, this agreement proposed by Parliament... um, was basically to give Wales more devolved powers, which is a good thing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it did also come with a real dog shit section on uh, water in Wales, which basically stated that any decision made by the Welsh government regarding water could be overruled by UK ministers if they judged it necessary to safeguard England's water supply. They, they do that for a load of things here. Like, yeah. you, know, you know, during the pandemic and stuff. Um, mm. uh, healthcare has devolved here, and there was talks of overruling. Same in Scotland, the Westminster would overrule it if it wasn't really what they wanted. And there's, yeah, it's it's always yeah. until you have proper independence for things like this, you won't ever really have autonomy no. over what you want to do. So I, I read this thing like a while back saying that Wales exports roughly two hundred fourteen billion litres of water each year, and if Wales charged the market price of zero point zero three litres. The yearly value is worth 6.4 billion GBP, which is like, considering Wales' current population is 3.1 million, it'd be £2,000 per person per year. But we don't get any of that uh, money. Me and my uh, father in law just get a couple of cans in us. It's only a matter of time before we go, water's the the Welsh oil. That's what I'm saying. Water's the Welsh (laughs) oil. It's a, and I think me and you, we've put our colours to the mass a long time ago. I think we're both, you know, even though we don't know exactly what if, like uh, a Welsh independence or something that would look like, it, there's things that would have to be better than the setup there is now. 
like I'd just exploiting by whales. the sword and die by the sword. Yeah, exactly. Well, they just had that commission, didn't thing. they? They just did that commission, independent commission by the government to see how what the future worlds could be if it had more autonomy, so further devolution, mm. if it lost devolution and just got incorporated into England, and if it went independent. And for the first time ever written down, like a, a government-sponsored investigation who said that Wales would be uh, sustainable as an independent nation. It said it would struggle, it said it, there would be financial hardships maybe to begin with, but uh, having full autonomy over its, uh, its natural resources, you know, we give like half a billion pound a year to the Crown Estate just for our beaches and wind turbines and shit like that. Yeah. Um, if, if we keep our water and our wind and our natural stuff, uh, Which I mean, you get rid of the, the raw deals that we have in yeah. you know numerous sectors. It's it's uh, it might be a pipe dream, but it's yeah. a dream. Yeah, and if not, we'll put a pipe bomb up their ass. We're <laughs> <So, laughs> exactly. threatening terrorism. We're doing no, it. That was a, a very clever joke because um, I think there was there's some like really really nationalist. You know, like when you say nationalist in other countries, you think they're gonna like you know like. Yeah, it's got nationalism. bad connotations yeah. these days, isn't it? Nationalism. Uh, but, yeah. but some um, nationalists in Wales try to blow up the bomb called the Mab of May. Oh, I, I don't, I, I can't remember the name, and I don't want to get it wrong because they, they bomb me. But they, um, they try to blow up <laughs> yeah. water supplies going into England with pipe bombs. So it was actually mm. quite a funny joke I just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very well, very good, very good. <laughs> Um, right, and back to our sorry. little sad, sad story. I know, uh, man. This is it's, it's conflicting. It is infuriating, though. I hope this is educational to like Americans who might not have heard it before, because um, mm. I know we have a great, really, really, you know, strong American contingent, and I, I think this might be a story that might not have crossed over. I hope most people in Wales have heard it, and if they haven't, this is a good chance to. Well, to even learn um, about I know it. personally, on you know, I can say there's a couple of because me and you were there when we had this conversation. We got a couple of you know, we got plenty of English mates, and. Not even they know about this. No, no, you know, no. I, I know loads. I, I don't. I can sort of understand why English. Yeah, I understand it because why would they? It shows them as bastards. Like, yeah, it's... yeah. But also, like, if you know, we don't know the plight of places in India that have suffered from, uh, you know, colonial rule. Exactly. You don't always know that stuff. But uh, you would expect people yeah. in India to know what happened, as you would in Wales. You'd expect people in Wales, and and that's more of a it's a failing of education here that we don't know enough mm. of our own history. God, this yeah, is an intense episode. I know. It's, we, we, if it's a failing of the state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, you've already called for a terrorist attack. So like, you know, yeah. And what are we? We're at the 39 yeah. minute mark. So yeah. yeah. And I've only had two carlings. Out of respect to this I episode, I've, uh, I, I've not. God, I've... imagine what you'd be saying if you were on the rums. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm saving that for the next episode because we're doing a Viking episode next. And that's going to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Right, I'll try and get through the rest of this now. We'll Sorry. You'll be glad to know there's not too much uh, left of it. Um, so, where was I? So I was saying about this, yeah, there's this, uh, this St. David's Day agreement. Like I said, it, get, it did promise to give a few more devolved powers to Wales, but at the cost of losing uh, a bit of our autonomy in terms of like water and how that's used. So, as you imagine, this poked uh, a lot of old scars, still very present in Wales, yeah. uh, and was met with heavy, heavy criticism. Uh, eventually leading to a change in the agreement um, two years later in 2017, meaning that the UK government would lose this power to overrule us. Uh, the change was regarded as, quote, preventing another Trawerin. So just, you know, this thing happened in the, the Borg began rolling on Trawerin in the 50s, happened in the 60s, and even 2017, it's being sort of harkened back to as 
um, is it still relevant, you know, because it had such a, a lasting effect on Welsh culture. Um, that so, that St David's Day agreement uh, mm. was uh, one of the things they gave Welsh government in that was setting his own speed limits um, and regulating mm. taxis and buses and ports, for thing, you know, for like travel. So that's uh, why the speed limit in Wales can be different to that in England because of this agreement. Yeah. You had to bring up the bloody speed limits in your own. As if this isn't controversial enough. <laughs> True. I'm sorry. <laughs> All I'm the sorry. 20 is plenty, Eds. Don't, don't start <laughs> fucking downvoting us now. Right. Uh, where was it? So, yeah. So, as I said, it had a massive effect um, on, on Wales culturally. And just to give you a little taste of how Truerin is remembered in Wales, um, it's been memorializing um lots of different mediums to be honest uh there was a theater production based on it called Porta Bavar or drowned out for the english version uh many songs have been made com- commemorating the flooding uh including ready for drowning by the manic street preachers which you could probably have predicted would happen so they could make a song out of that yeah they're a welsh band very Did very you know socialist that- driven as band they're, they're like hugely yeah. political did you also know that Enya made a song about it called no Dana Dur? No way. Yeah, with a, even with a Welsh name, Dana Dur. Oh, um, so those are the two biggest ones. There's also there's tons of songs we made out yeah. of it, but those are the the two you're only going to really know, I think. Um, uh, the British Argentine drama film uh, Patagonia is partly filmed at Capel Kellin. Um, sorry, well not Capel Kellin, the yeah the memorial um, the um, reservoir. There's an episode of the animation series Archer, as in the Archer, you know, oh, the, yeah. the, the American, thing. Yeah, 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 the American comedy thing, and it's called Achib Morvilod, or what? Save the Whales in English, which is, uh, <laughs> and it guest stars and Welsh means, actor Matthew Rhys. And Morvilod, as in Wales, the animal. Yeah, the, yeah. So Save the Whales, yeah, Morvilod is Wales, the animal, not Wales, the country. That's a funny um, episode. I'm What's assuming that, that was the front. Yeah. Uh, it's some it, apparently right. Um, it's meant to be uh, the creators of that series of Archer. They met uh, Matthew Rhys, yeah, and he told them about Truerin, and they were uh, like, "Let's do an episode, sort of tan tangentially I just, related." Yeah, to that. it's it's about um, two Welshmen getting chased by the MI5. So it must be those two Welsh blokes who try to uh, uh, either break the Blow stuff or the, do the bombing. Yeah, it must be something. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but. I thought yeah. that's a mad, like modern reference that yeah. I didn't know existed. We get um, about that, we might. We get about. We do fucking get all sorts, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's also referenced in season three of The Crown on Netflix when uh, Prince Charles studies in Aberystwyth Uni to learn Welsh. I would highly recommend that episode as well, even if you don't watch The Crown. Um, I never watched The Crown either, but I watched that one episode because it had to do with Wales because I'm biased. It, um, it actually is really good. Uh, it does a good job of kind of showing what I thought the ambivalence um, the Welsh are often met with yeah. by the government slash the, the monarchy. Um, and yeah, it was good. It's very good. I thought it was, it was well done. And there's lots of Welsh actors in it and there's lots of speaking Welsh in it. So I thought I, I very much rated it. Uh, there's also been a few books uh, and a lot of art made in relation to it. But probably what most Welsh people have seen that links to Truerin are the numerous signs up and down Wales that I mentioned earlier, and they're the Coviwch Truerin or Remember Truerin signs. Um, these signs are a reminder to not forget the destruction of a Welsh community. A notable example um, is the one on the wall of a ruined stone cottage along the A487. It's um, 
a fairly big road in Wales, for those who don't know. Um, that's at Fanthusted. It's so funny that outside. Wales is like one of the few places you can say the A road is one of the big roads. One of the main the roads. The A487 you know, and the A470 are like our two well, big roads. We got, we got the MVP, we got the old M4, don't we? Well, the M4, a, a decent, at, the M4 stops yeah. at Carmarthen. <laughs> the A470. It's not even that far up, yeah. <laughs> no, A470 goes from south to... Uh, yeah. North, and it's the only one that goes from south to north. And the A4 seventy is doing a lot of the heavy lifting for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the A487. A487, beautiful road, by the way. Beautiful road. Yeah. Yeah. It is. A it's lot of beautiful coast. roads in, in Wales, actually. Well, it's, it's very pretty because you, you drive along the coast and you go up. It's like it's all along the western coast to North Wales. Mm. And it's like probably the uh, up there, top five drives in the UK. Beautiful. <laughs> There's an episode again for the next, for the future. There, top five drives away. Sign up um, to the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, this uh, this this the sort of one of the most well known signs of this, the Cavachtrawerin sign, is yeah, just outside Llanthusted, which is which itself is just outside Aberystwyth. So that's why it's yeah along the coast as you mentioned. And it's actually considered quite a that one for Welsh politics and um, oh yeah. And, and that yeah. one there, that one I've just mentioned, is actually considered a national landmark. So there's well, some, others all the way up and down someone, the country. It's, a few of them have been defaced a few times, and they're, yes, they're always yeah, fixed within a day. And yeah. that one there, someone took a sledgehammer to it, and they rebuilt mm. it. And it just shows the the aggression against that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but you'll see, them, you'll see them all up and down Wales, like in different, um, you know, you'll be driving along a road, and it could, you know, it could be as simple as just... Uh, a, a, a dilapidated bit of a wall and it's yeah. they usually the the textbook is it's sprayed red, red background red background with white cover wearing on it yeah um, it'll be the art for this we'll put it the art for this oh yeah yeah i've already got it i already got it yeah. set up mate don't you yeah. worry in 2010 a fundraising campaign was launched to preserve the wall i was just on about that in yeah. uh, land rusted Eighty thousand was needed um with and cadu who are how to explain this they like the Organization heritage. in the, Wales, the, the like heritage, heritage organization. Yeah, yeah, they safeguard like all the castles. They safeguard like anything that's considered um, like a heritage site. They're great. They They're really good on um, social media. If you follow them on like Instagram, yeah. you have some great ideas. Oh yeah, if you want to see some of our like amazing uh, castles and like Cadu is spelled C A W C A D W. Yeah, C A D W. Uh, they contributed thirty thousand to this fund as well. So like a big big chunk of the the, the money that they needed because they really felt that this was a, a historic uh, site. Uh, like I said, the sign is usually white text on red painted background, pop up all over the place. Uh, some also have since been uh, added to. So some of them, are, most of them are Kovjuch Trowerin, but some of them have Kovjuch Trowerin a Kovjuch Aberfan, which is uh, Aberfan um, is the mining disaster uh, that happened in Wales. I won't go into that. This is a sort of <laughs> depressing yeah. enough one. Um, we might do an episode on that probably another time, but it is a really yeah. sad one. So we might, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how we feel. Yeah. Uh, in 2005, then the city, city of Liverpool, they issued a formal apology with councillor Mike Story. Uh, he was a liberal Democrat leader on the council at the time. He said, apologizing is the first step towards reconciliation. I hope people don't see it as gesturing because it's not, it's a recognition that mistakes were made. That's the thing well, as some... well. Oh, sorry, sorry, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. go on, go on. Well, I was just going to say, Liverpudlians are 
and nationality to themselves. They, they, I think we've said this before, mm. but they don't consider a lot of them don't consider themselves English. They consider themselves Scouse. So they, they'll often yeah. boo the uh, the national anthem of England. They'll often boo "God Save the Queen" or "God Save the King." They always say Scouse, not English, or Scouse, not British. Yeah, um, they're like. And they're very similar to Wales in having like a quite strong identity. So having the the Scousers do it to Wales was a real. That's that's what hurts even more. Is is someone you'd expect to know better. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Um, so after this comment from the um, uh, council leader uh, of Liverpool, some people in Wales, like uh, sort of high profile people in Wales, like the Welsh First Minister at the time, Roger Morgan, uh, and Plaid Cymru, Elvin Cloyd. They accepted the apology. Um, others, like Betty Watkin Hughes, um, whose family was forcibly removed from Capel when all this happened, she said, I think nothing of it. It is just a way to say goodbye and sweep it all under the carpet. They can keep their apology and start doing what's right for the people who are left. So while some people sort of look at it as a, as a way to... Start yeah, again. start start yeah. reconciliation. Other people are not very happy and don't think it's going to be apologised for. I think it's too little, too late. A lot of sentiment from uh, people who are affected by it or families are affected by it or even politicians, like modern-day politicians, they, and they were saying that apology from someone now doesn't mean anything because that councillor, for example, that Mike Story, who uh, was, you know, uh, City of Liverpool council leader in 2005, he had nothing to do with yeah. what happened in the 60s. The people who were responsible for anything, you know, they're still getting off scot-free. They haven't issued any sort of apology. Yeah. Um, so it's a, a little bit... I can see how, for some, it rings a bit hollow. I yeah. can understand that. But I also think, like, you know, we should apologise for crimes that, like, the UK has done to other countries. Oh, yeah. Um, and even though that's not us, it's still our responsibility. And, and I, I, I think doing so at least raises acknowledgements of people who might not have known about it. Yeah. Now know you can, you, I can see both sides. Yeah. I, can, I, I think it's, I think I, yeah, I, I, I lay more to reconciliation. I think if someone, you know, maybe it is just words, but we're not going to get any money for it. No one's going to reconcile. Yeah. And also it. there's no point. Um, there's no whole point holding the grudge forever. No. Like, well, if, you know, if it was just, a case of saying, be sour, you know, you could, you could get compensation or something like that. And it's slightly mm. different, but they were offered compensation. Um, and it wasn't a huge amount, but you know, it, there wasn't anything they could actually gain other than uh, someone else apologising. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not me. But yeah, that's affected, that's, so. that's my full. Um, that's my story on. Yeah. Uh, well, I reckon we don't. The flooded yeah. town. We don't. We don't try and plug anything here. I think out of respect to Dreading, we just say thanks for listening. And we hope if you hadn't heard this story before, uh, you tell it to someone else and. Uh, get them to listen to this episode and yeah then, i think even you know, though this is a bit more um it's a little bit more low somber. energy if you like somber yeah than we normally do i think it is important to know and it yeah. is such a big deal in wales and yeah if you just tell another person you know that then we've done our sort of uh, yeah. our job which we That's are getting paid for now so yeah. <laughs> yeah we are actually professional actually <laughs> all right well yeah. death and grandar and we'll catch you Cheers soon on. Ta-ra, ta-ra, ta-ra.